When you look back on a journey, it often gives you a very different perspective from the one you had during the trip. That's also what meditation is like. You get to reflect on what you experienced and engage with it on a deeper level. Psalm 119 is a part of scripture that keeps paying rich rewards the more you reflect on it and give it your attention. Welcome to First 15, where we listen to God and respond to His Word in a personal way. I'm Ron, and I'll be your guide on this journey. All of us are followers here. We're listening to God's Word and following what it says. We welcome our new listeners and invite you to follow or subscribe to our podcast on your favorite provider. In Season 3, we're praying through the Psalms, and we've just finished praying through the longest one, Psalm 119. We've looked beyond our favorite few verses to get more of a sense of the whole, the structure, and the depth of this great acrostic poem. It celebrates God's law or his teaching and has eight different words or synonyms for the law or Torah that are used throughout the 22 sections or stanzas. Each stanza is also eight verses long and starts with the same letter in the Hebrew alphabet. So what we get is a rich tapestry woven through with devotion, adversity, confession, longing, and hope. On today's episode, we're going to take a look back at Psalm 119 as a whole and try to get a different view of things. The intent of our podcast is to apply the truth of God's message beyond the first 15 minutes to the rest of your life. We follow a four-step process. You can find details at wordofprayer.com. I considered for this episode just doing a simple reading, going all the way through the 176 verses of this poem. It would take 15 to 20 minutes, depending on how fast I read it, but in the end I decided not to do that. If that's something you're up for, I encourage you to go for it. Just go spend 20 minutes reading the entire psalm and soak it in. What I want to do instead is to read the first and last verses of each stanza from Psalm 119. So that's 44 verses in all, and it's equivalent to what I call an average long psalm within the book of Psalms. If you're ready, let's go ahead and get started and listen to select verses from Psalm 119. Blessed are those whose way is blameless and wholesome those walking in the teaching of Yahweh. I will keep your statutes. Do not totally abandon me. How can a young person keep their way pure? By keeping your word. I delight myself in your statutes. Do not let me forget your word. Deal generously with your servants. I will live and keep your word. Your testimonies are my delight. They are my counselors. My soul sticks to the dust. Revive me by your word. I will run in the way of your commands, for you have set my heart free. Teach me the way of your statutes, Yahweh, and I will keep them to the end. Look, I long for your precepts. In your righteousness you give me life. Yahweh, let your steadfast love come to me, your salvation according to your spoken word. 
I will lift up my hands to your commandments, which I love, and I will meditate on your statutes. Remember the word to your servant on which you have given me hope. All this has happened to me, for I have kept your precepts. Yahweh, you are my true inheritance, and I have promised to keep your word. Your faithful love, Yahweh, fills the earth. Teach me your statutes. You have done good to your servant, Yahweh, according to your word. Better for me is the teaching you spoke than thousands of gold and silver pieces. Your hands have made me and shaped me. Give me understanding and I will learn your commands. Let my heart be sound in your statutes so that I won't be ashamed. My soul fails in need of your salvation. I wait on your word. Your steadfast love revives me, so I will keep the testimonies you've spoken. Now that's through this Kaf stanza. That's the first 11 stanzas, or 22 verses, of today's reading. So let's go ahead and finish the last half of this, beginning with the Lamed stanza in verse 89. Forever, Yahweh, your word stands firm in heaven. I have seen a limit to all perfection, but your commandment is vast beyond measure. How I love your teaching. All day long it is what I meditate on. I gain understanding from your precepts, therefore I hate every false way. Your word is a lamp for my feet and a light to my path. I have inclined my heart to perform your statute always to the very end. I hate double-minded men, but I love your teaching. My flesh trembles with fear, and from your judgments I learn to fear. I have done what is just and right. Do not leave me to my oppressors. Therefore, all your precepts about everything I respect as right, and all the paths of falsehood I hate. Your testimonies are wondrous. Therefore, my soul will keep them. My eyes run with rivers of water because they do not keep your law. You are righteous, Yahweh, and your judgments are upright. Your testimonies are righteous forever. They give me understanding and I will truly live. I cried out with all my heart, Yahweh, answer me. I will observe your statutes. I knew your testimonies long ago, for you have founded them forever. You see my miserable affliction and rescue me, so I will not forget your teaching. From the beginning your word is true, and forever all your judgments are righteous. Princes have persecuted me without cause, but I stand in awe of your word. I've kept your instructions and your testimonies, for all my ways are before you. 
Let my ringing cry come before you, Yahweh. Give me understanding according to your word. I have wandered off like a lost sheep. Seek me, your servant, for I do not forget your commandments. Wow, that's powerful. The essence, the theme of each stanza, to me, seems to come out more clearly when we focus on the first and the last verse of each stanza. And so we really gain something there by the way that we've read it today, just paying attention to the first and the last verse of each stanza. So, for example, in stanza one, the letter Aleph, we just read verse one and verse eight. Blessed are those whose way, or Derek, is blameless and wholesome, those walking in the teaching, the Torah of Yahweh. That's verse one. And then verse eight, I will keep your statutes, do not totally abandon me. And then in the second stanza, Beth, we read verse 9 and then verse 16, the first and the last one. How can a young person keep their way pure? By keeping your word. I delight myself in your statutes. Do not let me forget your word. And so, one of the things that comes out clearly, as I mentioned, the theme of each stanza, when you just read the first and the last verse of the stanza, because in Aleph, the theme is really the blessedness of walking in the Lord's way, and then the longing to be committed to His law, to keeping His word. In the second stanza, the one bait, wholehearted obedience or keeping to God's word is what I've chosen, and I delight in it. That's the theme that comes out there. And so it continues throughout the rest. If you, in the third stanza, Gimel, verse 17 and then verse 24. And so that's how we read it, alternating between first and last verse of each stanza. The bookends, if you will, the first and, and the first and the last. And doing it that way, allows us to see the themes of each stanza a little more clearly because it seems like the, in the way this poem is structured, the first verse of each stanza sets the, the theme, you know, it sets up the theme pretty clearly. The last verse of each stanza recaps the theme and then transitions to the next thought that's coming up. It also heightens the emotion in many cases, talking about our longing or our strong desire or our rest in God. We also got a chance to hear something from all 22 stanzas, which we didn't do during the individual episodes that preceded this one in verse 15. We covered 17 of the episodes, uh, some of them with more depth than others. So, five to seven of the stanzas we really haven't heard much from. And so at least reading through all 22 of them today, it lets us hear from all of the stanzas, the totality of the message that is carried within Psalm 119. The troubles, the conflict, the opposition, the adversaries, suffering, the affliction, all of that mostly go away 
when we don't include the middle six verses of each stanza. I don't know if you noticed that, but by not reading those middle six verses, the 132 other verses of Psalm 119, um, that just kind of fades into the background. I find that really interesting. Now, daily life is not like that. We're not without opposition, conflict, adversaries, affliction. And so in one sense, removing those middle verses, the middle six verses of each stanza, it gives us a false picture of what our day-to-day -day experience really is. However, by just focusing on the first and last verse of each stanza, it is a true picture of how things ultimately are. If you lift us above the day-to-day, -day, God's word is true. He is righteous. He's good and powerful, eternal. And if we start and end everything focused on God, we're lining ourselves up with his ultimate reality. God reveals himself in and through his word in all different forms. As Psalm 119 calls it, his word, his law, his statutes, his testimonies, his precepts, his word, his promise, his word whether spoken or written, his word in all of its manifestations and expressions. God's word shows us his nature. And when we see God's nature, we experience something of God's heart for us. And it brings us in closer relationship, closer communion with God. Now it's time to pray. Will you join me in prayer? God, there is tremendous blessing in reading and applying your word to my life. And I thank you for what you've revealed about yourself in Psalm 119. God, thank you for showing us how to celebrate your word, how to long for it, how to order our steps, our life, our path, our way according to your ways. God, your word is eternal. It is firm. It's not going away. Everything we see each day changes and ultimately will perish. Your word remains. God, help me to order my life around the truth, the principles, the teaching that you've given in your word. Forgive me. Heal me. Lift me up. Put me in communion with you. God, I long to be closer to you, to know you, to understand the way that you've created this world and the people around me, to understand you, God. Help me open up my eyes, open my heart to see this reality. God, as I look back on Psalm 119, I'm thankful and also humbled by the depth and the breadth and the completeness of your word. Thank you for giving it to us. Help me, Lord, 
to live according to it every moment today. This is my prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. So I want you to finish writing out any verses of Psalm 119 that you haven't. If you're all caught up on that, then the way to apply the message for today, there is so much here. And God knows that we shouldn't feel the burden. We shouldn't be overwhelmed trying to carry the weight of some impossible task. And so let me encourage you, just take a verse, one truth that really rings through, that has grabbed hold of you, that has been brought up by Psalm 119. Spend time today meditating on it. Make that verse yours. Maybe it requires you to uh, spend a little time memorizing it, just committing it to memory so that you can keep repeating it, returning to it, meditating on it. Maybe it's a verse you already know well and you, you've meditated, you've memorized it, and now it's time to do something further with it, to take it the next step, to put it into action, or even take a chance, take a risk in some way today. And I just pray for you to have boldness, courage, and resolve to see that through, to let God work through you, to let the Holy Spirit bring that word alive and not just be a picture, not just be a, a letter or a word on the page, but make it a living word in your heart, in your life, and in the lives of people you might share that with today. We finished Psalm 119. And in the next few episodes, we have a few more psalms that I want to share from before we close season three. We covered a lot of ground here, and perhaps you want to get a copy of my translation of these 44 verses that I read from in Psalm 119. There's a link for that in our show notes or on wordofprayer.com. Now, Word of Prayer has dashes in it, Word dash of dash prayer.com. If that's thrown you or you haven't caught that, um, please make sure you go to the right site. I also have a booklet that I've written that I'm offering free for you called 77 Wonderful Insights for Psalm 119. It's really my notes and things I've gathered from other students, other teachers, and also my own insights into a booklet that's got 77 points. It's also at wordofprayer.com. Verse 15 is a ministry to encourage you to hear God's word, to reflect on it, and to apply it to your life. Wherever you listen to the podcast, there's some summary or a link to our show notes. So find those and look for more details about things we've covered and also links to other helpful resources. One way you can help us in our ministry, what we're trying to do, is to join us as a monthly supporter on our Patreon page. There's a link to that, as well as um, you can get a copy of a book that I published several years ago. It's on Amazon called God Help Me Grow, Learning to Pray Through the Psalms. I pray today that God will help you to meditate on his word, to take that look back, and then that it will impress you as you look forward to what he wants to do in you and through you today. Blessings.